Hi, welcome to the 15th episode of the Software Reuse podcast series. In this episode, we're going to talk about designing proper service contracts that will enable reuse. Now, you want to reuse schemas and services that are exposed across multiple transports. So, for example, if it's a web service that is described through a WSDL document, and that should use the same set of schemas that are used by services that are exposed over reliable messaging protocols such as JMS and other transports. Now you want to avoid multiple definitions of business objects such as consumer or product or trade or whatever key business definitions should be consistent across services. Now your services should expose a common set of data structures, schema structures, and this will not only reduce the need for data translations it will also make it very easy for your consumers to reuse code that acts on these business objects. Uh, if, they, if they already have code that deals with how to deal with a customer object, they don't have to keep writing that code over and over again across service definitions. So th this is a big win for them as well. Now you want to also make sure that the service contracts don't expose unwanted implementation level details. So for example, if you're using a specific brand of database or specific proprietary system, you don't want those details to trickle into the service contract if they don't have to, um, because this gives you the flexibility as the service provider to change implementation level details without ex impacting existing consumers. Another key tip to use is to reuse data types across schema definitions. Now, consistent data types can evolve into sort of a data dictionary that a majority of your service definitions can start to conform to. And this may not happen day one, and this probably won't happen in the near term, but over, over time, you want more and more services to use a consistent set of data types. So the definition of uh, a business term or a business field is consistent across your services. Finally, you should also provide schema extension blocks, uh, which will allow you to act, add new elements without forcing existing consumers of your service to recompile data binding classes or make code changes. Now this is very essential in organizations where you have different release cycles, you have different teams that are reusing services, so you want to make sure that you don't force every change to your contract to trickle down to all the service consumers. And that's going to make a big difference to your ability to support new business requirements without forcing other people to change. Now all these are sort of design level details. Now in addition, you also want to review these service contracts just like how you review source code. Uh, service contracts are as much about source code as anything else. Uh, you, should, you should make sure that naming is consistent, that you're reusing business objects, and you're avoiding all the other classic anti-patterns associated with designing good software. So I hope this episode was of help to people building services that are meant to be reusable. See you next time.